people buy from people they like. At the end of the day, price aside, that's just how, that's how it is. Welcome to Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast where we get real about the latest trends and technologies impacting modern manufacturers. Manufacturing Happy Hour. Each week, we interview industry experts that are at the top of their craft and give you the tools, tactics and strategies you need to take your career and your business to the next level. And now your host, Chris Lukey. Hey folks, we got a bonus episode for you this week. We are diving back into the archives and there's a very good reason for this. I literally just got back from being on vacation at Oktoberfest, the Oktoberfest in Munich, as well as London. I would say Oktoberfest is a very manufacturing happy hour approved type holiday. If you've never been, I would put it as a bucket list experience. I describe it, some people describe it as a state fair. I think it's more of an amusement park for beer. Uh, Needless to say, the experience was incredible, had a great time, but now that I'm back, you need an episode this week, and that's exactly what I'm going to deliver. This episode was actually recorded back in January 2021 when I was driving to Ohio, and the reason I'm releasing this one is it's kind of a quick hit episode, and it has some of the most helpful advice around sales mindset and productivity tips, and many of these lessons are still front of mind for me today. Our guest in this episode was Craig Francisco. This guy's got an awesome background, awesome career. When we recorded this, he was the president and COO at Robex all the way through their acquisition earlier this year in 2023, and now he's the America's president at Calibre Scientific, who make and distribute life sciences tools and diagnostic products. But long before both of these, he was also doing a podcast called The Eight Keys of Sales Excellence. Now, that podcast at this point is close to five years old, but that's one of the cool things about podcasting is if there's good, timeless advice, it's still good today. So I highly recommend you check out The Eight Keys of Sales Excellence. Basically, the whole first half of the interview is based around tips from that podcast. Plus, you'll get some tips around podcasting during the second half of the interview. During his time at Robex, Craig also ran a show called the Automation Solution Podcast. And, you know, you hear me talk about podcasting tips on this show every once in a while, but I think it's even more helpful to hear it from Craig on how podcasting has impacted his career. So that's what you can expect from this episode. Again, this one is an older one. Some of you may have heard it back in the day, but one of the nice things about having close to 200 episodes is, hey, you can re-release them from time to time. Anyway, before we dive in, I just want to ask you, if you are loving this show, please hit us with a five-star rating and review wherever you listen, whether that's Spotify, whether that's iTunes, where you can leave that rating as well. doesn't need to be longer than a few sentences. It really helps get the show out there to other listeners, so hey, take the time, leave that review. I would greatly appreciate it. And with that, let's dive into our conversation with Craig Francisco. Craig, are you ready? That's I'm always question. ready. Always ready. It. Yes. Love that. Well, Craig, welcome back again. Yes, thank you for having me. Appreciate the, it. Yeah, for those of you listening, we're back with Craig Francisco from Robex. And this episode is going to be a bit more 
podcast focused. Okay. Um, it really, because you, I, I just discovered driving out here to Perrysburg last night from Milwaukee. I'll, I'll share a little quick story of my own first. When I'm researching for a podcast interview, one of the first things I do is look up what articles has this person been featured in, look at LinkedIn profiles, but also, you know, what podcasts have they been on? Because that's right. a real easy way I can prepare when I'm behind the wheel or doing something else. Um, and I discovered, because I knew you had the Automation Solution podcast, but when you search Craig Francisco podcast on Google, what comes up is the eight keys of sales excellence. Yes, yes. <laughs> and this was something you did. This was one you did like two or so years ago, yes. I think. And mm-hmm. um, for the for context, short form podcast. But I, I'd love to have you explain it because I think we need to define what are the eight keys of sales excellence first and yeah. why put a podcast around it. Yeah. So I was, you know, it was transition time. I was doing some consulting in between uh, moving back at a job in, in Iowa and moved back to Ohio. So big move for the family and and um, was doing some consulting and really mm-hmm. my especially and where I've spent most of my time has been around sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. So I decided to have fun with a podcast. And for those yeah. of you that don't know, you can create your own podcast. It doesn't cost you any money. <laughs> it's yeah. just the time and the pain that you go through of, of, of hearing yourself live mm-hmm. and uh, coming up with the right the right topics. But so, I, yeah, I just had some fun with it. it it's honestly, I, I forget sometimes that's even out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was listening to it last night. It's the thing that's cool about it, since the episodes are like two or three minutes long, it's super bingeable. And I was kind of listening to it like a great new record from a band I love. I'm just like, oh, that's a hit. That's a hit. That's a hit. So I just, I kept going for probably like the first, you know, half of my drive, getting through about half the episodes we had out there. So, um, and and this this episode that we're recording now is kind of impromptu because I'm like, there's so much gold in there. I've got to do some rapid fire questions with you about it. So, you know, the first first thing I have to ask is one of the biggest takeaways I got from it last night was you talked about dividing a day into 68 15 minute chunks. Yes. Can you share a little bit about that? Because I thought that was one of the most game changing pieces of advice I'd heard recently. Yeah. I'm uh, it's in really, I think we all, we all know that there's times where we, you know, the days get away from you. Um, you never have enough time to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. And so there's, there's some books I've read and, and other people I've listened to that talk about chunking in general. I'm a big fan of chunking. Mm-hmm. Anytime um, you get too many things going, waving to people staring at me. Um, <laughs> no, this is great. It gets complicated and overwhelming and, and you don't execute, right? Yeah. So just a believer in looking at your day in 15 minute segments. Mm-hmm. And so how many of those are you wasting? Yeah. And what I, and you know, it could be, I don't consider listening to this podcast a waste. This is an investment. I right, appreciate time. that. Yeah. Nice plug there. <laughs> yeah, you got it. But there's some people that, you know, you're on Facebook, you're scrolling or you, mm-hmm. um, we all might go on and on, but how many of those are you wasting versus how many are you, are you taking advantage of? And that's yeah. what's just all about. Well, I thought paying was, attention. I think it's great. Cause I think it, kind of makes you rethink how you spend your day. Because I think a yeah. lot of people would think of it maybe in hour chunks or maybe right. what did you do during work and what did you do after work. But right. when you think about it in terms of how many opportunities you have to do different things, because you mentioned, I think, and there are things like you could call your mom during yeah. one of those 15-minute chunks. You could, you know, I, I think of it like with my morning routine, cook breakfast, do a journal entry, right. things along those lines. Yeah. Like, And it just makes you think of how much time you have available on a regular basis to accomplish it. Yeah, so. it's absurd, really. If you, if you look at it that way. I, it first came to me, and I was in my early 20s and worked with a, a person in sales that mm-hmm. wasn't performing. And our boss, I remember sitting down with this individual, and part of his 
um, the discipline they had to go through was he had a piece of paper and he had to write down what he did every 15 minutes. Yeah. So that he, we, we could see, you know, what kind of training did he need? Was he, was he making the phone calls? Was yeah. he doing all the things we we're supposed to as a salesperson? So, mm-hmm. and that was painful to watch, but the, the idea was pretty powerful. And, and for context for the audience out there, to do 68 things in a day or have 68 15-minute chunks means you're getting seven hours of sleep. So yes. for me, yeah. it's 64 because I'm really trying to get better at getting eight yeah. hours of sleep a yeah, night. That's good. But, um, add it up for however many 15-minute uh, chunks you have. So that was that might have been the biggest one that stuck out. Good. Another one I'm going um, to hit you with is jerks won't win in the end. That was another powerful one. This yes. kind of goes back to our sales conversation, I feel like, that we had in our first podcast interview. But elaborate on that one a little bit. So I, I'm a believer, and a lot of people um, would agree with me, especially on the psychology side of things, that people buy from people they like. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, price aside, that's just how, that's how it is. You mm-hmm. know, we, you hang out with people. I hang out with people that I like. I, I just don't associate with people that for whatever reason aren't a fit for me. Yeah. And the customers are no different. I mean, you may have the lowest price, but if you're an ass or you're a jerk or someone <laughs> yeah. that, it, that you're not going to get the sale typically you might one mm-hmm. time, but you're mm-hmm. not going to win in the end ever. So kindness. And, and that's something that we, we, we definitely give our customers a lot of that. And then internally we have fun. Um, that was kind of the whole premise of that podcast was just to, to tell people how important it was to be kind. Mm-hmm. Well, on the flip side of, you know, having a low price, another one that you had out there was your price is too high. Um, yes. And you had some fantastic advice around yeah. how to approach pricing with customers. For the sales audience we have out there, what would you say on that? I just think that understanding what it is that you're accomplishing for your customer, you know, what's that value? Mm-hmm. Um, again, if... Yes, you know, if you get down into a bid between you and, and two other companies, which we all know is pretty typical, it's it's three proposals a company wants to look at before they make a decision. But understanding that you are different and need to be different, it shouldn't just be a number. If someone can look at a number and make a decision, you didn't do your job. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the price is high. It should, you know, if, if my price, that, that's going to come up every single time. So just be ready for it. Yeah. And it's not something that you need to sidestep or, or get cute with, but understand that that's, it's okay to have mm-hmm. a high price as long as the, the benefits are, are, are there for the person to understand that's a good investment to make. I like the way you described it in there too, because you're like, be up front, just be like, the price is going to be high. It's probably going to be higher than you were expecting, right. too. Yeah. Like, get that off the table right off the bat. Yep. But then, once that's done, you can just focus on the challenges and how you Correct. help them solve their yes, challenges. Yes, you got so, it. Um, you know, next on the list, it's never the right time. What do you mean when you say it's never the right time? You know, really, my whole life and anyone I've ever known, any time an opportunity um becomes apparent or visible to you, mm-hmm. you could always say, boy, timing's not right. It's, this isn't a good time to do this. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. I, you know, whatever that might be, it's COVID, there's a pandemic. We, we all make up excuses why we, we will not take on a challenge because of a fear of failure. Mm-hmm. So it, nothing's ever perfect. The timing's never right. Um, you and I doing this, yeah, we scheduled this, but yeah. Know, I'm sure you were, I mean, driving from Wisconsin to Perrysburg in your mind, you're going to think, geez, that's just a long trip to go do these, <laughs> these interviews. And, you know, it's, um, timing is never right, but you need to capitalize on an opportunity when you believe that it could change yeah. the direction of your business. 
Yeah. I think my first thought when I was driving out here yesterday was it's like, I can't believe I scheduled a trip on the day back from New Year's. That is a bold move. So I was impressed. Yeah, I was impressed. <laughs> I was I was impressed with myself yesterday. I guess I the, that was why I left at 3 p.m. rather than like 10 a.m. like yeah. I had initially planned. But, you know, yeah. you got to get the work done. Sure. So, Absolutely. Um, all right. Two more quick hits. Then I want to talk about your, uh, your automation solution podcast okay. as well. But, um, you know, it's Tuesday when we're recording this. But another, another episode title you had was Pretty Good for a Monday. Pretty good for a Monday. What, is, what, what does that have to do with mindset? Yeah, mindset is, um, I, I read this in an article, and it's what inspired that, that episode, where people on, on Fridays are always really, really excited because they're entering the weekend. And then on Mondays, it's, um, they come into the week, and it's, you know, how many people talk about Mondays being hard or difficult or challenging? Mm-hmm. And, and um, the whole concept behind that recording was that every single day, it doesn't matter if it's Monday or Friday or Wednesday or whatever, mm-hmm. but you need to show up every single day and, yeah. and know what your plan is. So mm-hmm. begin with the end in mind, right? Before you get to work, you should know what it is that you're doing. And every day should be a fantastic day. Yeah. It doesn't matter that's Monday or it doesn't yeah. matter that you're going on vacation next week or that's the holidays. So it's just, it was trying, is more with mindset for people just to realize how, how much opportunity you waste when you're not on your A game mm-hmm. and, and you again are making an excuse for, for not being successful because of yeah. the, the day. Yeah, exactly. Not letting a day dictate right. your attitude or how you think you should feel that day. Yeah. I have to ask you, how do you feel about Mondays? I love them. Me but, too. Yeah, yeah they're, they're great. Fantastic. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, it's uh, I, I do think you need to love what you do. Yeah. And I, which I, absolutely love what I do mm-hmm. and I know you do as well so that's important yeah I mean when you get to record podcasts and drink beer it makes it a little yeah, I mean, easier come on it's but... great yeah <laughs> um, alright last one and, and this this is a number I'm going to throw out okay. there 5.31pm 5.31pm oh yeah yeah what is what is put some context around that 5.31 the episode behind 5.31 happened to do going back to um, the person I worked with in my early 20s, I always would try to be the first person and the last person to leave. Mm-hmm. I was always amazed at a parking lot, what it would look like after work was over, yeah. right? And this was at a place where we didn't really have strict hours. So um, people were salaried, so they weren't clocking in and clocking out. So that the folks that are putting in the extra time, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you need to to work 12 hours a day and yeah. not spend time with your family and not sleep. And, but I'm saying, I'm, I'm always amazed how few people put in extra effort. They'll mm-hmm. do the bare minimum, mm-hmm. uh, bare minimum to, to do a decent job, keep yeah. their job and that their career will take off from there. But I, I can tell you here that why, what's so special about the culture, we have so many people that go above and beyond and, and, you know, travel at the moment's notice to help a customer. It's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I want to kind of ask a flip side around this, and I'm glad you brought this up in your answer, like saying, "Hey, not working a, a twelve hour day, twelve hour day." How do you how do you manage like work life balance in that regard if you are putting in the extra yeah. effort? Yeah, we have twelve hour days, so it's, I mean, some <laughs> it's, of our employees are looking at me like, "What do you mean? We we work twelve hours?" Sure, sure. Um, I think we, anyone you know, listening to this is a go getter, so yeah, they're probably accustomed work. to putting in the time too. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, what was the question again? I was, no, I'm just curious about your, I guess it was kind of a general question to go into perspectives around putting in the extra effort while still maintaining balance, that work-life yeah, balance, balance, maintaining health, family, all yep. the other important things Yeah, in life. so the work-life balance is 
to me is unique to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's personal. Yeah. Right. So my work life balance might be different than yours. Sure. So obviously being married for 21 years now, a couple, couple children that are getting older, um, having sports, having things that my wife and I commit to. So we agree as a family, what, what's important. And then we just don't sacrifice that. And then I, mm-hmm. obviously there's things that with work that come up that, that might interfere with that, but it's, it's a balance and we do the best that we can. And yeah. it's just important to communicate and, and really to work a plan and not mm-hmm. let yourself be worked over by not yeah. planning. Yeah. So. I think I, I mean, the two words I'd put to it, like you just said, planning and communication. Yeah. Those are the things that allow you to make it work and still allow you to put in the extra effort, but not have to sacrifice the other things that are important yeah. in life to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I appreciate you taking that walk down memory lane sure, with your yeah. old show on yeah, there. I just, I just got so much value out of it as I was Good. driving back last night. And it's always fun when something like that surprises me when I'm preparing for a conversation. So um, for the listeners out there that are looking for a good, quick hit, solid advice podcast, you can honestly binge it probably in two hours and be done, yeah, <laughs> done with the easy. whole series. But no, uh, the uh, the eight keys of sales excellence with Craig Francisco, but that was I guess your first podcast, and it now was. you're still consistently running the Automation Solution Podcast, yes, which I had the correct. pleasure of listening to last night as well. I mean, you cover a lot of areas in that. You, you know, for example, Michael Sensky. You guys were talking about machine as a service, mm-hmm. a similar model you have. You were talking to Shay Robottom about marketing, so you really cover some different gamuts. But yes. what should the listeners know about the Automation Solution Podcast? You know, I try to come up with topics and. Um, interviews and, and select the right folks that I think can bring value to our industry. Mm-hmm. And some of that will be technical value. Yeah. So we may go deep on what makes something collaborative and not collaborative. And then on the flip side, I had Michaela Alexis as a guest, and we talked about LinkedIn profile, how important it is to to make sure your profile is up to date and accurate and how to tie in your business page. And all of that is valuable for the listeners, regardless, you know, and typically they're engineers, plant managers, production managers, C-level folks are, mm-hmm. are the listeners in the industries we serve. But, you know, a LinkedIn message and training is valuable to an engineer just as much as understanding what a collaborative robot is. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of having fun. And, you know, Wes and I talked about this year, really, we're going to spend some time and sit down tomorrow and go through, okay, who do we want to talk? You know, who mm-hmm. are the, the, the best guests that we could have? Mm-hmm. And then we, we'll start a plan on attacking to try to set up you know, podcasts at least a couple of months for the, for this year. Nice, nice. Yeah. Everything you answer has to do with planning in some way and just executing. Yeah, yeah, we no, have to. I, I agree. I, I guess I'm I'm curious how and and you can answer this in any different ways. How has this podcast helped you? Whether whether it's from a business standpoint, connection standpoint, you know, what's what's been the benefit for you in doing a show like this? You know, the the best things I learn. So yeah. every every one of the guests I've had, every topic, I didn't know a lot about prior to the interview, but I knew enough. I'd like you would do the research, but understand what I was getting into. But just the, the level of knowledge that I took away from it, I was, I benefited as much as anybody else. Mm -hmm. So that part's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoy meeting new people, talking to people, learning what makes them tick, what's made them successful, and then understanding more about automation and technology and where this, this whole industry is going. That's going to be a big focus this year as well. Mm -hmm. So you'll see more on that whole AMR, flex collaborative robot area because that's three areas we're focusing on so it's a lot we learn i just i learn as much as anybody else 
Yeah. No, it's a great, I mean, that's one of the reasons I was looking forward to today. Cause I'm like, you know, I've got your old podcast to pull from, but I'm excited to ask you some, some questions face to face as well. Great. Yeah. You know, I guess on, on that note, um, the other, the other thing I was listening to on the drive out here last night was some Larry King. Cause oh, yeah. I feel like to be a good podcaster, you gotta listen to guys like Larry yeah. King. You gotta Legend. listen to guys like Howard Stern, the people that just know how to execute mm-hmm. on an, in, on an interview. So it, this is this is ultimately from Larry King's book, but I'm curious. You know, we've talked about podcasting. You get a chance to to learn from others. You know, who do you look toward for inspiration? Are there any people that you look toward in this industry, or as you're putting together that bucket list of people you want to interview, people that you'd want to yeah. talk to as well? Yeah, that's the, you know that's that's a good question. And yeah, there's a lot of people that I respect and companies that I follow and and figuring out who it is that I want to get to know is, is a process that I go through. Mm-hmm. I gravitate towards business leaders. So mm-hmm. like Gary Vaynerchuk, we talked about, yep. there's others that I, um, that I listen to their podcast, John Maxwell, who's a, you know, one of the greatest leadership coaches. If that's a, that's a podcast you mm-hmm. have to listen to as well, if you haven't and for the listeners, but John's a legend. I just gravitate to these people that for whatever reason, they, um, they strike a chord with me, but they all kind of have the same message, which is anything's possible. Make sure you plan, execute, don't give up, no excuse attitude. It, it, they're all, it's the same message, different way of delivering it. And, and so that's just, those are the folks that I probably gravitate towards. Awesome. And since we've, uh, this is basically kind of the end of our three-part interview, yes. hopefully we'll be having more conversations yeah. like this in the future. The one thing I want to ask, because you've given us a lot of great advice throughout these episodes that people have listened to, been able to listen to over the course of a few months or so as we release them, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received? That I've ever received? Wow. It's big. I love the -the on-the-spot questions. Got to do, got to go big for the final one. Yeah. Best advice is, you know, I I look at, um, it's going to be maybe a longer answer than you're you're looking for. That's okay. But I've talked about begin with the end in mind, mm-hmm. but being purposeful yeah. with everything that you do. So I try, I try my hardest, and it's, I'm not perfect, but to plan the day or to know what I'm trying to accomplish before the day really starts. So that there's a, there's mm-hmm. a there's a level of um, commitment in getting up early to do that. Yeah, it's not something I do the night before because usually Ooh. I'm tired or spent. So I do it in the morning. I do mine the night before. So yeah, I've tried yeah, that yeah. and I've my, you know, my brain doesn't work well sure. after a long day. So I, I do it in the morning and then I go execute and nice. then I go back at the end of the day and review okay. what I did. So right. it's kind of a, it's a different way for me, but, uh, is just trying to be as purposeful as I can with every interaction. Yeah. It's the best advice I've ever received. Love that. Well, this brings us to the end of our interview. It's been fun. Yeah, thanks for coming down. We appreciate it. You're welcome anytime. Cheers. Cheers, Chris. For those of you listening, stay innovative, stay thirsty. Catch you again next time. Hey, all right. I hope you found that helpful. I'm not going to lie. This was a helpful reminder to me listening to this episode again and doing this episode again, releasing it again. I'll say chunking is still one of my favorite tips. I'm not always as good as I'd like to be about putting it into practice, but that idea of breaking your day into 15-minute chunks when you do utilize that tip, it's been very helpful for me. The whole idea that the jerks won't win, if you're ever down, this is always a super helpful reminder and pretty good for a Monday. I still go on record that Monday is my favorite day of the week. 
Anyway, lots of great tips from Craig Francisco. Make sure you connect with him on LinkedIn. By the way, we talked about how this was like the last podcast in a series. We actually did two episodes with Craig in advance of this, episodes 40 and 45. So if you want to go back and listen to those, you can go to manufacturinghappyhour.com slash 40 or manufacturinghappyhour.com slash 45. If you want to learn more about automation, sales, marketing, all of this, we do dive into those topics deeper in those respective episodes. So, hey, thank you for listening this week. My final call to action for you is if you liked this episode, Share your favorite tip from this episode on LinkedIn. Tag myself, tag Craig. We'd love to get these ideas into the minds of other people, whether they're learning it through LinkedIn, whether they're doing it because they saw your five-star rating and review, hint, hint, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever that may be. Hey, if you can do that, that'd be great. Share it on LinkedIn. Do that five-star rating and review. In the meantime, thank you again for listening. Stay innovative, stay thirsty, and catch you again next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour. Powered by the Industrial Network.